Welcome to the Relentless Dad Podcast, where we talk about the ups and downs of fatherhood while focusing on God, family, and life. Hey, how's it going, dads? This is uh, Joel from Relentless Dad, and this is episode five uh, pardon my language, part two, the power of words. Now, this is a pretty sensitive sub- subject that we're about to get into here. And I think it's a very important one, especially for us dads, the fathers of the household, the, you know, stepdads, the, the men who have stepped up to be a role model. It is important that we're very wise with the words that we choose to, to use in front of our families and front of our kids and how we use it towards them because I think it's very important that our words are words of encouragement words that even even in discipline we need to be encouraging when we have to discipline our kids you know might be stepkids or the kid or like I said kids that we have stepped up to want to be a role model for it's important that we choose our words wisely so this is important to me, you know, how we speak to others, because it kind of the the words we use, the language we use, it's it's coming from the heart. You know, I think it's important that we understand that as men, as fathers, as leaders in society, you know, the word of God tells us that out of the mouth, the heart speaks. That's saying a lot because we tend to hurt people with our words. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I've, I've said some boneheaded things, you know, just recently my wife and I got into an argument and, uh, yeah. And I used some words that I shouldn't have used and I hurt her feelings, you know, but understanding that, you know, sometimes words are, are powerful. I don't know if you guys have ever heard the phrase that, you know, words hit harder in the fist it's true growing up I had to deal with that and uh, my father was uh, very verbally abusive and physically abusive at the same time but for me it was a lot of the words he chose to use at me that really hurt and caused a lot of damage you know it it really created this kind of, this type of wall you know between us and you know and I had a lot of animosity toward my father you know, and I kind of talk talk about that in the first two episodes of, of this podcast. But his words to me were very damaging. You know, and in the long term, and it and it hurt me. So it was something that I decided as when I became a dad that I was going to change the way I I use my words. You know, and we're not perfect. You know, I'll tell you right now, I've slipped up. I've yelled. I've, you know. I've said things in front of my kids, to my kids, to my spouse that, you know, I regret and, you know, and I try very much to go back and, you know, apologize to my kids and ask for forgiveness, apologize to my my wife and ask for forgiveness because of the words I choose to use. And me as a man, I need to understand that my words have a lot of power. They carry a lot of weight. So it's important that I'm careful with my tongue. You know, and uh, let, let's get into scripture. So we're going to go to Proverbs verse 18. 
uh, I'm sorry, chapter 18, verse 21, and it states, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat of its fruit. That's from the Christian Standard Bible, but now we're going to, I want to read it in the Message Bible, because I really like the way it states it here. In the Message Bible, it tells us, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. It's our choice. What we say. The thing is that, and like, and one of the things I like to push is because of our past, what we learned, what we saw as kids growing up, what we heard is the same the same type of language that we're gonna wind up using. And I'm sorry because I, I see these people post videos on you know where they're cracking up and laughing about a child using profanity or using a cuss word. And I'm thinking like, wow, you know, that's that's not right. You know, what are we teaching our kids? You know, I, I, I'm very big on not using profanity. No, I'm not going to say I've never used profanity because then I'd be a liar. Right. You know, I, I've gotten to, you know, there's been times where I've gotten really upset and lost my temper and use not very nice words. And it's, you know, mainly has been at work, you know, and and I try to really tell the people that heard me say those things I apologize real quick and say you know what I shouldn't have said that because it's important because of who I proclaim and that's uh, Jesus Christ and I you know I proclaim that I'm a man of God and you know unfortunately there's times that I haven't been very Christ-like and I've used words that I know for a fact and that's a bad thing that I know that I should not use and I have loud anger or or some other situation where my tongue has slipped because it's important what we were purveying what we're talking about because we are representing Jesus Christ we're representing God especially me Um, so I need to be careful what I say so I was uh, checking up some statistics on the CDC when it comes to kids growing up in abusive or and neglective or and neglected homes, you know, and I found it, and it was pretty heartbreaking that one in seven children have experienced child abuse and or neglect in the past year. And this statistic was from 2019, you know, considering our population in the U.S. It's like crazy number, you know, and, and I always go back to the fact that how we were raised. So dads, it's important that that we change that, that we start turning around the trajectory in which we are leading our children, our families, our society. We must do better. Use better language, be more encouraging. And I'm not saying that we're not going to slip up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to say things we shouldn't, but we need to be quick to say, I'm sorry, to apologize. Let people know that that's not the way we should respond in any way, especially our kids. Because when they grow up, they're going to respond exactly like you do or you did. You know, we were having a Bible study this Saturday and that that was a topic where, you know, kids don't always do what we say or we ask them to do. 
you know, I know there's times where I, I tell my kids, hey, pick up your room or throw out the trash several times, you know, before they listen. But the funny thing is that a lot of times our kids will find it hard to to listen to what we're doing or what we're saying. But it's very easy for them to do what we do, what they've seen us do, what they hear us talk like what type of language we use. So if you're the type of home or uh, the leader of your home that every other word out of your mouth is a cuss word, man, where's your heart at? Especially if you claim to be a man of God. And that's the thing that we need to clean up. And the question we need to ask ourselves, are we abusive at home? Are we abusive spouse? Are we an abusive father? an abusive leader, an abusive co-worker. Because I know there's been times where I've been upset at work, you know, and I get mad at my fellow co-workers and stuff like that because of any dumb little thing. And then that reflects on who I claim to be. You know, these guys know that I'm, that I have a, a dad podcast, that I, it's important to me to be a good father, a good leader, a good husband. You know, and I claim the name of Jesus, but sometimes they don't see it in me. See, that's on me. That's my character. I need to change that. But, but dads, we, we need to change our language. We need to change what we say and how we say it. You know, and, and if we do make a mistake and if we are not perfect, we got to be quick to correct ourselves and ask for forgiveness because... A lot of us don't want to ask for forgiveness. We want to say, oh, that's the way I am. Oh, well, get over it. But we can't live like that. We look at society today and we're seeing all these young people. Man, they're destructive and destroying because, and I'm going to be deadly honest, because we ourselves, their parents, the generation previous to this, we were abusive. We, we neglected them. The fathers weren't in the home. You know, they were either too busy caring about their own lives, working all the time, or just didn't care. You know, dads, where are we at? What can we do? We need to understand that we need to step it up. We need to change our approach. You know, and if it's something that we grew up with, well, you know, my great granddad was a potty mouth. My dad was a potty mouth. So, hey, it's going to just didn't happen. I'm going to be a potty mouth. Well, guess what? It is up to us to continue or allow it to continue. You know, I pray every day that the that generational curse of alcoholism doesn't pass on to my boys. I stopped. I don't drink. I haven't drank in over 20 some years, but that's still lingering there something that I gotta continuously pray that none of my boys pick that up and first it starts with me by showing them a different thing not not a life that I grew up with understanding who we are and what we have to do and the thing is that we need to remove all selfish thought because a lot of times us dads, we get into this thing that, oh, but you know, I work all day and I come home. I want to sit down, have a beer, you know, and talk the way I want to talk to everybody. I don't care. That's selfish. 
you know, but then we are the first to complain about society and these kids and, you know, where are we going? And you know what, honestly, it's our fault because we did nothing about it. We were the generation that decided to do nothing. You know, we decided to mislead our kids, not be there, not be present. And I'm talking to all the dads out there. I'm not going to sugarcoat it or be nice about it because honestly, we've made a lot of mistakes. And I still make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to exclude myself. I still use language. Sometimes I lose my temper. And, you know, I'll call my kids lazy or hurry up. I'm, you know, I work all day. I'm tired to come home to a mess, you know, and, and, and these are not edifying words, you know, I, you know, and even if I don't do it right away, I make it a point to apologize to my boys because I'm trying to raise men, productive men, men that's going to be a benefit to society, to their future wife. I want them to, you know, and that's why I treat my wife the way that I treat her with the uppermost respect. She is my partner in life. So if they see that coming out of you, then they in turn will do it to their spouse and show their children and so forth and so on. And that's how we'd stop and destroy any generational curses. But it is up, it's up to us dads. We need to be the one in the forefront. We need to be leading the way. We can no longer afford to stay silent, stay home and say, you know what, I don't want to go to service because you know I'm a man I'm gonna stay behind and watch the game you can still watch the game after service record it you know I and it's time for us to see more men get involved using our words is a very powerful thing and I repeat and I'm gonna repeat what I said earlier you know words hit harder than a fist they cause more damage a bruise will heal but when a father uses words it can cause a lifetime of damage proverbs 10 11 message the mouth of a good person is a deep life-given well but the mouth of the wicked is a dark cave of abuse Where's our language at? What what words are we choosing to use? We need to change that. You know, I would like to have a conversation. You know, leave a message, leave a comment. Let's let's talk about it. Because this is something that we just can't afford to put it to the side anymore, dads. It's time to step up. Clean up our act. There's no reason why we can't say I love you to our kids. That's a powerful word. I love you. And I know a lot of dads that have never said that to their kids. It is time that we use that power, the power of our words, but use it to encourage, to edify, to give them hope. Talk to them about God. And if you know what, if we've messed up for years and years and we're not perfect 
there is no time like the present to say, you know what, kids, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to know more about God. I want to be a better man. I want to be a better husband to your spouse if you're still married. But I definitely want to be a better dad. But that can only be, that can only be done by you. No one can force you to do it. You have to want it. More than anything, you have to want to change. You have to want to become a better person, a better father. But that's on you, dads. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. You know, our kids' lives depend on it. The, the future of, of our grandchildren and great-grandchildren of this country depend on it. We can no longer afford to be on the sidelines. And if you're the dad that benched yourself because of your past or maybe you just can't shake it off, it's time to get off up, get up off that bench and go take the lead. You know, because I know sometimes we get into quicksand. You know, what quicksand is, you know, step on it you keep moving and fighting and fighting and all you're doing is sinking deeper and deeper into it gets to the point where we're over our heads but the good thing that Jesus is always reaching out his hand and is more than willing to pull us up out of the deep he wants to he's waiting always knocking at the door and just waiting for you to open it so dads, whatever we do, whatever you decide to do, make it happen. Make it happen for your kids. They deserve the best that they can have. Even if your kids are 30 and 40s or 20s and for a long time you've screwed up, they really need us to change. Let's go get it, dads. Until next time, this is Joel from Relentless Dad. And always remember... Put your family first, first above all. God first, then family. God first, your spouse if you're married, and then your family. Have a good night. And like I said, let's have a conversation. If you got a comment, drop it. And let's and we'll talk about it in the next episode. We'll go live, whatever we need to do, but let's have this conversation. Good night. Please join me every week as we continue to grow, discuss, and encourage one another, not only to see God and cultivate our relation with Jesus as we navigate through this dad life. Please subscribe and leave a comment.